always feels like it's the first time you've seen yourself in a while, Josh. We get to talk to you here. <laughs> no, there's the commentary. Now. It's great. Um, I've got a little bit of a uh, maybe like a little bit of an offbeat question, I guess, to start us off here. But I just I had a question about a, a formation that we've seen you guys use a little bit the last couple of weeks, where you guys are in the shotgun and you have two running backs on the field, and there's there you know one is alongside the quarterback and then the other is sort of right in front of that guy. And, you know, we're obviously used to seeing you guys use like I formation under center. Yep. I guess what, what are the advantages of, of doing that that way out of the shotgun? Because I, I don't think we see it all that often around the league. So I just was curious about yeah. that. Um, <clears throat> it's, it just, it kind of forces the defense to, um, you know, they have to make a decision about how they're going to, you know, cover, um, you know, let's just say that side of the field or the formation uh, in terms of being outflanked, um, you know, we can run it or throw it from those types of formations, which is beneficial. Um, I think a lot of teams are so tuned into either, you know, both backs in the eye or both backs on one on either side of the quarterback. Sometimes if you just give them a little bit of a different look, um, you know, they have to communicate a little differently if they're playing zone defense potentially with both backs on the same side, you're talking about a three-man surface, even though there's only one, one receiver over there. So what, what starts as a single receiver side could, could quickly become three receivers, you know, in a heartbeat, uh, depending on how you choose to employ them. So um, just something we've played around with for the last, we've actually played around with it for the last couple of years. Um, but, you know, we, we used it a little bit on Sunday. Um, I feel very confident about our backs. Um, I think they're productive players when they're in the game uh, and they can give us yards, whether that's handing them the ball, throwing it to them. Uh, they certainly all are willing blockers in protection. So um, having two guys in there, you know, is never something that I'm um, uncomfortable doing uh, because I feel like it just gives us another opportunity to put good players on the field and, and rest some other guys. And, and so that formation obviously is something that we've, we've kind of tinkered around with and we're going to try to continue to tinker around with some things like that. It, is there is there a name for it? What should we be calling it when we see that? <laughs> There's definitely name. We have names for the formations. Um, I don't think I could share that secret with you, but uh, you make up a name. I don't care. Call it whatever you want. Yeah, we we kind of we put them we put them in different spots too. Sometimes they're weak. Sometimes they're strong to the tight end side. So they're not always the exact same location. So, um, but we've we've tried to. Uh, like I said, we're trying to expand what we do and how, you know, and, and again, this is a part of the year where if you can just add another, another element to your, to your game, to your scheme, um, it gives the defense maybe something fresh that they haven't prepared for um, at this point in time of the year. Maybe you can gain a small advantage and, and kind of, you know, keep them off balance a little bit at this point in time. <clears throat> Got it. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, next question, Ben Volk, followed by Chris Ryan. Afternoon, Josh. Hope you're doing well. Hey, man. How you doing? Good, man. I uh, wanted to ask you about Mac Jones. I was looking at his stats, and it seems like he's made pretty steady improvement uh, in almost all of his stats between September and October. Do, do you feel like you've seen steady improvement for him throughout the season? I think Mac has made progress um, in basically everything we're, we're trying to do. Um, I know we've hit some stretches you know, periodically in games where we've, you know, we've been, uh, we, we went through a little dry spell in LA there, um, you know, where we <clears throat> had a few, 
a few incompletions that we we would like to 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 have hit. But I think Mac is is working really hard to try to master and improve in all levels of quarterback play. And I keep telling myself this too because I think it's important for us to keep perspective. Um, <clears throat> these are his first nine games in the NFL, and you know we ask a lot of the quarterback position mentally. Uh, we ask a lot of the quarterback position after the ball's been snapped. And sometimes I see a lot of progress in things that don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet. And, and so I, I just feel like each day is an opportunity uh, for him to grow and improve. And, I'm, and I, I think it's really important that we don't measure. I'm not worried about measuring him right now. You know, I think every day and every week is an opportunity to make progress. Um, you know, three years from now, you know, you can, you know, you can start talking about enough of a sample size to, to look back and see where we've really grown and, and measure from rookie year to some other year. But right now we're in the middle of his rookie year. And so I think daily progress is the goal. Max uh, work ethic and attitude have been tremendous. Uh, and I know that he's looking forward to getting ready for this week too. Do you have an example of some area that he's improved that maybe doesn't show up on the stat sheet? I just think overall seeing things um, and identifying, you know, the front variations that you see a lot of in the National Football League, um, coverage disguise, um, little tips and indicators from the secondary that every team tries to hide at times, you know. Um, I think that, you know, if the game can slow down for you a little bit, pre-snap, post-snap, you know, based on some things that you're learning and some things that you're able to utilize. I think that's always a, a huge benefit to you as you go forward. So, um, you know, like I said, we put a lot on the quarterback and he's never shied away from that. He's always uh, loved the burden that we put on the, the QB, even though he is young and learning. So, um, like I said, there's a lot of areas that I could pinpoint. We'd be here all day, but he's uh, he's making progress for sure. Good stuff. Thanks, Josh. Yes, sir, Ben. Uh, next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Yofi Chan. Hey, Josh, how are you? Good, Chris. How are you doing? Good. Um, you, you mentioned that there's some you know lulls in the game for for Mac or even perhaps the offense as a whole where you know the things aren't aren't clicking. And obviously, that's not unique to Mac being a rookie, and it happens for for everyone. But you know, for him, where do you see the the need for improvement in regard to you know consistency throughout the course of a game? Is there anything specific that you notice in those moments where it doesn't seem like he's as locked in on one one play as compared to another? I wouldn't say it's one thing or another. I think Mac, our whole entire offense, and it's again, it starts with me. It's my responsibility. Um, it's just you know we've had flashes and stretches where we've been very productive and consistent with our play. Um, you know, and then we've had some other stretches in games where maybe we, we didn't do the right things or we weren't able to produce as much as we would like to help our team win. So I think we're striving for that in practice. I think to me, what we've been talking about is the big picture. Let's try to go out there and have a really good Wednesday, really sharp, really crisp, you know, follow that up with a Thursday. That's the same way. Then do it again on Friday. I think our confidence and our, and our ability to be consistent uh, throughout the course of the game is going to be related to what we did on the practice field Wednesday through Friday. And when I look at the stretches we've had where we didn't necessarily produce as much as we wanted to, like the first quarter in Carolina, you know, we had uncharacteristic penalties. We haven't had a lot of pre-snap penalties all year. 
And all of a sudden we kind of had a few there. And so, um, you know, we, we have to be mentally ready to go. We have to be focused on our assignments. We got to do a good job of communicating with each other, start every play with all 11 guys connected to one another so that we're working, you know, off the same mic call, the front, whatever it might be, and then try to go out there and do our job as well as we can do it while we're playing fast and aggressive. But um, there's not one thing. Uh, Mac has a lot of responsibilities on every play. So does every other player on our offense. Um, and it's it takes uh, 11 guys doing the right thing in order to produce a good play on offense. So um, our consistency has improved some, but we just we got to work. We got to work towards a higher level of consistency for four quarters in the game. How much has the run game allowed for this offense to perhaps move to that next level? You mentioned the confidence you have in your your rush, and it seems like that's been a big theme for you the last couple of weeks, even having a couple of big runs called back in San Diego on the penalty side. But it, how important is that dynamic to helping Mac and helping the offense? I think I think balance in general is really important for every offense. And for us, um, you know, when you're able to turn and hand the ball off to one of our backs, you know, and, and make first downs without having to go to third down every single series of downs, I think that's a huge help. Um, I know if you ask every lineman, you know, in the National Football League, if they'd rather, you know, double team and run block or, you know, sit there and pass protect 50 times, I think most of them are going to say they'd rather go forward, you know, and, and be run blocking. So I think it adds an element of toughness and physicality to your group. Uh, I think it gives us an opportunity to, to really be aggressive and go downhill, uh, take some stress and pressure off of all the variety of coverages and blitzes you might see in the passing game. Um, but, you know, ultimately our production is going to be all tied together. You know, you can't just do one thing and be good in this, in this league. And, and, uh, certainly we have room to grow in the running game. We have room to grow in pass protection and have room to grow in the passing game in general. So, um, we're at our best when we can do a lot of things and we do, and we do them at a decent level. Um, certainly that's, that's what we're striving for. <clears throat> Next question, Yofi Chen followed by Mike Reese. Morning, Josh. Um, I want to ask you about the I want to ask you about the fourth and short situations. Uh, obviously, you had the two opportunities Sunday, and you went for it once. And you made it. So, do you feel the progress of your offense has made throughout the season so far uh, allows you to be more aggressive in those kind of short yardage situations? I think our um, I think our group has you know. Uh, Overall, I'd say on third down has has really grown uh, and improved, made progress, um, maybe particularly in those shorter distances that you're referring to, um, you know, and and our goal every week is to, to practice and prepare um, so that we can either if it's third and short, fourth and short, whenever coach tells us that he's going to go for it on fourth down, that we're ready to go and we know what we're, we're going to do. And then we have confidence in, in how we're going to do it. So. Um, I think our guys are, um, you know, uh, eager to have an opportunity when those situations come up. We got one of them on Sunday. We came through and and converted it. And I've always told our players, you know, when he gives us chances on fourth down, you know, we have the burden of now coming through for the entire team, you know, to give him confidence to continue to do that. So um, when coach makes those decisions, we got to be ready to go. I think our guys have been up to the challenge most of the time and, um, if, if we're needed again to do that, then hopefully we can come through this weekend. So do you feel like a, such decisions on going for it or not going for it uh, will have like 
any impact on the confidence level of your offense one way or another? Like, just I think like guys always get excited when we get a chance to, you know, we get a chance to go for it on fourth down and we get it. Um, I think that's always a, a big play. I think our team, you know, responds to that because, look, if you're going to go for it on fourth down, it's a possession down. Um, you know, it obviously affects everybody. So the defense is over there on the sideline. They know they got to go out and play if we don't get it. Um, you know, and we're trying to, to maintain possession of the ball. So um, it definitely adds an element of enthusiasm and confidence to your group when you have a chance to do it and you convert. Uh, and we'll be ready to try to do that again if we're needed to. <clears throat> Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Two final questions, Mike Reese and Mike Giari. Which Mike wants to go first? The one I'm staring at. There he All is. All right. Let's do it. I'll take it. Have you been? Have you talked about the Browns defense yet? I have not. Okay. So you, I, I want to get your thoughts on what they do to challenge you. And I also want to, and you might have touched on this. I was bouncing around a little bit from room to room, room to room. I wanted to also ask you about your overall philosophy in developing a young quarterback. And I, I, I sort of heard in the court, you know, a little bit, but so yep. those are my two. No problem. I'll start with Mac. Um, you know, I, I, again, I think it's important that uh, you take each week uh, and each day as an opportunity to grow the player. Um, you know, each defense we play is different in the entire league, you know, all season long. So there's going to be things we're preparing for this week that we didn't prepare for the rest of the season. And that's the nature of uh, the challenge of the NFL every week. And so for a young player, he has things that he, we want to work on mechanically and fundamentally with him and his game that have nothing to do with the opponent. Um, he knows what some of those are. Um, we have areas of the game plan uh, against the Cleveland Browns this week that he's going to need to do a really good job of understanding and diagnosing as the game goes on. Uh, another area to develop and grow. Um, I think overall, uh, you know, his ability to navigate the situations as they change during the course of the game. Um, there's an ebb and a flow of that. There's an, uh, an awareness that, uh, you know, continues to improve and get uh, and grow as we go through the season. You know, first and 10 in the first quarter is not the same as third and goal at the four, you know. And so just his overall understanding of how, how different each situation is, is important. But I think I said it earlier on this call, um, you know, you try hard not to measure, you know, you know, measure what are we comparing it to, you know, because he's a rookie in his ninth or 10th game of his first season. So, you know, to me, I'm just looking at, you know, do we make progress in this area from last week? And do we make progress in this area that we addressed? You know, we want to try to do better in the game. And we're talking about everything, you know, cadence, stance, drops, pocket movement, eye level, reading the defense, progressions, patience. You know, when is it time to be aggressive? When is it not? You know, is throwing mechanics, you know, not to mention, you know, understanding where's Denzel Ward, where's Miles Garrett, where's this guy, where's that, you know, so there's a million things that obviously we work on, but I think we're just trying to chop wood little by little in every area uh, and, and help him prepare for the game while trying to keep a, I'd say a big picture focus on this season uh, and his daily and weekly improvement is really the way I kind of approach that. Um, with the Browns, uh, this is a really talented group. Um, you know, you, you obviously, you know, they're, they're ranked highly in a lot of categories. Um, you know, they play the run well, they play the pass well, they rush the quarterback well. Um, you know, it starts obviously up front, you know, with Garrett and Clowney and, 
Malik Jackson and McKinley, these guys, this is as good of a pass rush group as you're going to play. And they can be really super disruptive. Um, you, if you relax and take a play and, and don't give them the attention that they deserve, uh, they can really create negative plays and or turn the ball over. So it's going to start with them and, and trying to, you know, limit their production on Sunday, which is hard to do. Uh, they got really good players up there. Their linebackers are fast. Uh, they're active. They get to the ball. Um, don't, they don't blitz statistically a ton, but when they do, they're very productive. Um, and then the secondary ward is as good of a cover player as we're, as we'll see. Um, this guy is really sticky in his coverage. Uh, he's, he's hard to get open and get away from. Um, and, and he's, you know, he's, he's as good as advertised, uh, in terms of being able to play the ball when it's in the air. Um, you know, you better be really on top of your stuff if you're throwing that way. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to see if we're up to the challenge on that one. Johnson, we played against Johnson in the secondary before, uh, with the Rams, very smart player, good tackler, um, you know, keeps that kind of sets the table. Where's the green dot. Uh, does a lot of does a lot of communicating. Do, does a good job of disguising what they do. So um, they're really they're really well rounded. Uh, there's not a lot of holes in this defense. Um, they they can they really play fast and aggressive. Coach Woods does a great job. Their whole staff uh, has them playing really well. They obviously created a lot of turnovers on Sunday, which helped flip that game upside down. So um, it's going to start with us taking care of the football, and and we need to improve in that area in general. But this is a team that can you know, really hurt you if you if you're if you're not careful. So big challenge ahead for us. Last question, Mike Cherry. So Josh, you're saying if I get a haircut, maybe I should like go buzz <laughs> cut, and that'll make me look like I've really yeah. lost a lot I of weight. Feel, I key? feel thinner. I mean, I, I feel like I have. No, like, you look good. Oh yeah. Gosh, look at this, huh? <laughs> I might just shave my whole head. I'll tell you, Mike. It's not because I've been on the treadmill or in the <laughs> swimming pool losing weight, so. A tough time of year, Josh. Uh, tough time of year. Is, hey, you mentioned um, the physicality of the running game. Do you, as you're watching that happen, can you sense an attitude shift maybe in your team? Like, hey, you know, Ramondre just lowered his shoulder and ran over 34, or Ramondre stiff arms a guy, or Bolden carries three defenders. Mm -hmm. Can you feel that sort of energy as a coach and maybe say, we might go back to this or let's let's run another one? Yeah, um, I think the whole sideline feels like that. You know, uh, football is a contact collision sport. And, you know, when you on offense, we're usually the ones getting tackled. And so when we have an opportunity to lower our shoulder and add yards after contact in the running game, you know, whether that's a back, a tight end or a receiver, um, that usually gives you a burst of juice and energy on the sideline and on the field. And the guys feel it too, you know, and, and look, we've always talked about needing to be a tough physical team, you know, playing in new England, we know the weather's not going to be perfect up here all the time. And so we've always kind of hung our hat on trying to become that kind of a team. And you don't get to just carry that over from year to year. Each team has to establish and reestablish their own identity in terms of how tough and physical they're going to play. And so I think this group uh, has, has made some progress little by little, and they do it in practice. You know, you see it in practice. They work their butt off in practice to try to improve our double teams, our pad level, our running with the ball in our hands, our ability to use our stiff arm, which we've worked hard on the last couple of weeks in practice. I mean, those things, when they start to show up in the game, you start to see practice execution 
on the game field. And then the guys really start to see the fruits of their labor. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're always going to try to, to add that element to our, our game plan and give our guys an opportunity to do that and be physical up front. And when we can, you know, and, and, and sometimes the things you're talking about, what gets lost is what happened before the runner got there. You know, on some of those plays you were just referring to, the runner didn't get touched until he was down the field, you know, which, which a lot of people had to do a lot of good things up front in order to enable that to happen. So um, any good running play usually incorporates a lot of people doing their job and a lot of people being tough and physical. Um, and we had a handful of them on Sunday and we're going to need a handful of them this week and moving forward as well, because like I said, you want to stay balanced. You want to maintain your ability to do uh, both run and pass well, and uh, we're going to need to be able to be balanced this week against this defense. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. You got it, Mike. Thank you, Thank Josh. You Thanks, everyone. Have a good day.